You're listening to Public Safety First, a podcast to help you learn about the First Responder Network Authority and how you can be part of the future of public safety technology. And now, your host, Dave Buchanan. Welcome to the Public Safety First podcast. In today's episode, we'll hear from Mike Varney. Mike serves as the Northeast Director for the First Responder Network Authority. And for those of you who haven't had a chance to meet Mike, Mike hails from Maine, lives in Connecticut, where he's worked for 30 years in the fire and rescue emergency medical service profession, including 14 years as fire chief of the Ellington Volunteer Fire Department. Mike interviews Deputy Chief Travis Hollis from the Rogers, Arkansas Fire Department, where he handles all IT projects for the fire department. In this conversation, Mike and Deputy Chief Hollis uh, talk about the Rogers, Arkansas impetus for joining FirstNet. They talk about the experience they had and have had as a FirstNet subscriber for the last four months. They talk about the process they used for implementing FirstNet, and they talk about the future capabilities anticipated for public safety comms. Mike and Deputy Chief Hollis had this conversation at the IAFC Fire Rescue International Conference in Dallas, Texas. Morning, it's Michael Varney from the First Responder Network Authority, here with Travis Hollis from uh, Arkansas, here at Fire Rescue International in Dallas, Texas. Um, so Travis, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Travis Hollis, I'm the Deputy Chief over Special Operations and Training with the Rogers Fire Department. Uh, more importantly, I handle uh, essentially all IT technology uh, projects that uh, we face in Rogers. How'd you get involved in the fire service, Travis? So I guess I, I got bit early as a kid as a bug. Uh, you know, my grandfather had uh, some friends on the Tulsa Fire Department. Uh, he always wanted my dad uh, to become a, a Tulsa firefighter. So it was really, really through my grandfather. Um, you know, fast forward until uh, I was 18, started a volunteer department, and then uh, you know, just progressed into to, uh, being a career firefighter. So I know you're presently a FirstNet subscriber. Can you tell us what kind of is the impetus for you guys to want to be able to use that service? Uh, yeah, so we got deployed to the uh, Joplin tornado in May of 2011. And one of the first things that became apparent to us is we had no communication to the outside. Uh, everything that we had, uh, we were reduced down to, to paper. And you know we had all this technology. Uh, we had mobile data terminals, but they, they were in useless because the network was taken out so uh, that kind of put us in a little bit of a panic mode uh, internally for the city is you know how, how are we going to handle this event if it happens in Rogers being in Tornado Alley essentially you know being being in the south uh, so we started looking around uh, a few months later uh, ran into Brian Crawford who used to be the uh, Plano fire chief and he was doing a presentation here at FRI talking about FirstNet and it's like this is something that we need to migrate towards FirstNet you know, they really, they really stepped up, and uh, you know, here we are in 2018, and you know, we're we're about four months uh, as a subscriber on FirstNet. So, what would you share with other departments that are thinking about uh, switching over to use FirstNet for their service? Any uh, trips? Uh, you know, with anything with uh, deploying new technology, you just don't want to issue that silver bullet and uh, vastly uh, roll something out in this case there's an issue. So, you know, one of the things that we did do is uh, we started with command staff to evaluate and uh, see how it's working and you know once we were comfortable with that uh, we did roll it out to the uh, rest of uh, the units and rest of the uh, staff members. So how has your experience been with FirstNet and converting over and using the, the service? Uh, FirstNet makes it very simple. Uh, it's as simple as changing out a SIM card. Uh, so you know with uh, the right tools within you know a matter of two minutes you're, you're up and going as a FirstNet user so it's been uh, fairly seamless. 
So how have you seen communications change over the last five years? And what would you like it to look like in the future? Yeah, so communications, uh, you know, going back to those mobile data terminals, you know, everybody has a, a problem with reliability a lot of times, it seems. And uh, just being in uh, Walmart uh, headquarters area, uh, Interstate uh, 49 uh, splits down through our city, and that's the uh, basically the main street for Northwest Arkansas. So at 8 o'clock in the morning and again at 5 o'clock in the evening, we would start seeing our units on the that side of town, they would lose connectivity. So I wrote a batch file uh, to, to ping Google every second to keep that, uh, that connection live. And uh, what, what we uh, suspected and then we confirmed from our hypothesis is that uh, they were shedding uh, idle users when there was a heavy use on the network. So the great thing about uh, since we've migrated to FirstNet is we don't see that uh, issue anymore. It's, you know, we got a steady connection when we need it. So when you hear about the Internet of Life Safety, and that whole uh, connectivity with sensors, etc. What do you think about how you think of the leverage that? Uh, you know, uh, as we, we move forward, I can just see endless possibilities for uh, Internet of Things, especially life safety things. You know, my Apple Watch here, it knows my heart rhythm, so that got me thinking, you know, uh, you know, I can see I see a day where your watch or your wearable knows that you're having a, a medical event before you even do. It sends a signal to uh, the dispatch center, and you know, next thing you know, a uh, ambulance or fire truck is rolling to your house and you know, knocking on your door, saying, "Mrs. Jones, uh, your watch detected you're having a dysrhythmia. Uh, are you okay if we check you out?" Do you see in the future uh, using any sensors or unmanned, unmanned vehicles uh, in your use? See being able to leverage that? Oh, absolutely. I can see it. Uh, one day is you pull up and there's a drone that deploys from your truck. And uh, you know, that gives that situational awareness so that uh, instant commander. I see, uh, you know, even even to the point of not even issuing uh, radios to uh, writing positions, you, you issue them a, a cell phone with FirstNet and you have a plug-in for, for your mic. And you know, I see that probably in our, our near future, probably less than a decade. So Trevin, I know you do a lot of work. I know why you get involved in the fire service, but what makes you keep Strive. Uh, it's just being a public servant, and you know I, I think that uh, being a public servant, you got to remember that every day you you put on that uniform, it's not going to be uh, heroes. It's not going to be everybody's happy to see you. I mean, we're going we're going and we're solving people's problems on the worst day of their life, and you just got to remember that uh, when you get up every day, is you're there to serve. Appreciate it. Well, thank you guys. The first that you've been you've been great partners, and uh, like I say. Uh, uh, looking forward to what we can do with you in the future. Thanks for listening today. We're excited to have you join our podcast community. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. You can learn more about the First Responder Network Authority at firstnet.gov and learn about FirstNet products and services at firstnet.com.